Stay Sane with Jane, Season 2 Local Legends, the show that helps you to thrive, not just survive. Every Wednesday at 11am to Season 2 and Episode 9. And today we are interviewing Rachel Wilkinson. So Rachel is a trauma-informed practitioner and trainer um, who uses the modalities of movement, yoga, sound, touch and talking as a means to support people uh, navigating through the modern world. She's the founder of CYC, Create Your Community, um, a grassroots community project that offers people across the board access to wellness sessions. Uh, So welcome, Rachel. Hello. Hello. It's an absolute pleasure to interview you. Oh, it's been a while, hasn't it? It has. Been a while, I know. I think you spoke to me about this a little while back, but it happens when it happens, right? So it's really lovely to be here. <laughs> Definitely. So let's dive in. Tell us a little bit, a bit more about Rachel. So we'll dive into kind of business and the community, but tell us a little bit about you. Who's the person? Who's the, the you know the person behind? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the person behind the sort of chaos, really, in some respects, you know? But um, yeah, poor. I'm a multi layered uh, kind of uh, person, I think most of us are. I come from quite a complex background with my own experience of trauma, addiction. Um, and I sort of landed, if you like, through the wills of other people in so many ways um, in Bournemouth. I think 2007 yeah I think 2007 and you know my recovery kind of sort of had a few stops and starts as is the nature yeah of of addiction and poor mental health but I decided to stay here there was something here that I knew was going to support me more greatly than if I went back to London which is where I'd kind of come from and so, yeah, the journey kind of started from from that point. Um, and I think I think first and foremost, my my sort of my main purpose, if you like, is to encourage people to recognize that through the darkest of times, like we can recover. And my door is always open in that capacity. So just in, in just in regards to that, you know, mm-hmm. it's like is struggling with addiction or their family is struggling with addiction and poor mental health my door is always open and that is just my what I see as my purpose in regards to other people doing the same thing for me it's like you know you pass that baton on right yeah Um, yeah and so yeah it's been it's been 16 years it'll be 17 years this year um, that I've been clean um, and sober and yeah that it's not been without its challenges of course and mm. my own kind of experiences I just I've dedicated like my my time my life to support people to mainly support themselves you know this kind of idea that um, I think I think the kind of quite archaic way of supporting people with 
poor mental health and addiction is this idea that they don't really know themselves or they don't know what they need or and invariably actually through the work that I have done personally but also professionally is that you know you start with what do you not want you know what don't what, mm-hmm. what do you not want in your life and every person will be able to say something that is bothering them or, or or is uncomfortable for them or that they want to change you know and that's just kind of starting blocks and so much of my work now my professional work is walking alongside people as you said to to sort of support them in navigating their world more effectively you know yeah. um, so I guess my whole motivation for the the setup of the project um my subsequent training and 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 qualifications in sort of trauma-informed therapy um has has been born out of my own experience of being in that in that demographic you know and I yeah totally I find it very interesting that a lot of like up to the like 80 90 percent of the people that I interview, myself included, um, had addictions in the past um, and went through their healing journey. And then, you know, that's how they came into the holistic and well-being and spiritual world most of the time. Um, Yeah, it's very interesting, isn't it, that many you know, a huge percentage of our journeys are are similar. Mm. And I think for me, like it would it just it was just that that was a natural progression. And I think mm. that's probably why, you know, a lot of people that find themselves in the in these sort of realms have had their own experience of challenge or trauma. Because through that exploration of yourself you know, you find stuff that works. And for me, like, it just felt like the most natural thing to do to share that, to yes. share with other people. Um, and I mean, you know, I worked in mental health services for like 10 years before I before I left and, and, and sort of dedicated my time to the development of, of um, Create Your Community. And I guess, you know, I'm in a I'm in a sort of privileged position in so many ways where, you know, I've been a user of services. I was a user of services for many, many years and then kind of like worked in those services. And now I've kind of stepped out and, you know, I've become sort of the founder of this grassroots um project and 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 self employed self-employed. So yeah running my own stuff a whole nother ball game isn't it yeah it it is and you know I was I was sort of joking before we came on the on the recording like you know when you asked me to do it I was sort of you know (laughs) thinking about the term entrepreneur or the term business and Mm. how little I associate what I do with those two terms actually (laughs) yeah yeah um you know but in in all intents and purposes yeah that is sort of what I'm doing but I think probably probably through some past trauma I I resist certain terminology and I'm like ah I don't I don't want to be I don't want to be associated with that necessarily but yeah you know yeah it's 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 
it's a crazy it's a crazy thing to sort of be be acknowledging that that you're you're in those yeah you're 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 rubbing along with those people and you're in those worlds when Mm. you know not long ago I suppose you know I was somebody that probably people would sort of walk across the road to not speak to you know so yeah it's it's proof that you know this this stuff does work and um as i say you know I'm, my door is open in that respect to anyone who needs support around that stuff yes and could you tell us a little bit more about your how you got started in the field how um how cyc became um and and the therapies you you do as well yeah i mean Gosh, like early recovery for me, when I look back now, I was so crazy. Like I I hadn't in the early days of my recovery, you know, it, it was like 16 odd years ago now. And I, mm-hmm. I think there's a, big, there's a big drive towards trauma and there's a big drive to to recover, um, you know, from trauma now. It wasn't really like that when I sort of came into recovery. It was just kind of like, I mean, yeah, I, I I had therapy and stuff like that. I did. But my nervous system was just still absolutely driven by this fight or flight response. And I was just yeah. crazy, like running around. I was pretty much a workaholic as well. You know, this need to please, this need to prove myself was very was very prevalent in my early recovery and um and yeah just paying your dues you know like it was really nuts and so I was running around I was doing all of this stuff and you know I think a friend of mine I was ru- I was literally running as well so I was I was running I was doing aerobics I was doing oh god I was doing all the things high and- energy <laughs> energy like a military operation honestly yeah. I mean, I look back to that woman and God, I love her, but I yeah. just want to hold her face and say, babe, it's all right. Do you know what I mean? It's all right. Um, so a friend of mine kind of said, you know, come to yoga. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Um, and we used to like go on the Groupons because we had no money. So we'd yeah. like to these yoga classes with Groupon and we'd laugh all the way through and you know I remember like the a, a teacher sort of saying at the end of the class you know and the shavasana lie down and through all the fits of giggles and for all the sort of disruption I mean they must have hated us but <laughs> I honestly think that is testament to why I do what I do now and I'll, yes. I'll, I'll come back to that actually because yeah we were a bit disruptive but by the end and lying down you know this little voice this little tiny voice sort of was like you need this you need this in your life you know and mm. as you know as with the many times I wanted to get clean I'd just run off and do the same thing again it was one of those times yes yes I just ran off and did the same thing and then my mum died and yeah my mum died I was I think nearly two years clean when my mum died and I was right in it right in right in the early throes of recovery 
just completely traumatized and running around like a loon and the thing where I found my solace and mm. a place where I could just be whatever I needed to be was a yoga mat and I'd oh, had wow. started to have this just profound experience with you know I was somebody who's completely disassociated from my body like my body had been yes. this hostile hostile environment yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. and forever trying to escape it as well you know mm. one, one drug or one suicide attempt to another like you know I just not cared for my body and yoga sort of gave me an opportunity to feel and you know, there was many a time on my mat, I'd just be crying, like, you know, I was, I was in, you know, experiencing the grief of my mum, and it was all go, and I was working in mental health services, and because yeah. of this experience that I'd had through the process of grief, um, I decided to approach the services that I was working in, and, and to start yoga pilot schemes, and we were funded for a period of time and it was amazing the people i was doing talking therapy with who were accessing yoga were having um, a profound um experience through healing on a much more rapid rate than those yes. who were just in talking therapy with me and of course funding got pulled or funding wasn't renewed or one reason or another you know I was right in the middle of services sort of being amalgamated funding being pulled it was chaos and and um, that's when the idea for CYC was sort of born I'd already started because I did my teacher training in the meantime with the sort of expectation of not necessarily being a teacher, but just being able to offer safe space for people who might be yes. considered, you know, a little bit like wriggly like I was and yeah. not find themselves on a yoga mat so easily. So the community class, which is still running now, like that's like eight years down the line, nine years this wow. year. And it was a stepping stone for those that were accessing yoga with me in services and who had that. It's a long journey from services to a yoga studio, like for some people, impossible. And so yeah. class became this stepping stone between services and studios. And it just started to build. And then all of a sudden it became for everybody. It wasn't just people with addiction. It was all sorts of kinds of people coming. Mm -hmm. And what I noticed was like these diverse groups had like a richness to it that didn't necessarily happen in set groups for set people. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have identification and that, P groups with people who identify with each other are really really important they are but for me where it's at is integration integration into your community and so CYC was kind of born as a means to develop this idea of integration rather than having set donation classes we would actually start providing donation spaces on classes and retreats and yeah. well sessions that were already happening yes yeah. 
Yeah, and it started, we actually started off as um, Community Yoga Collective. That's that's how we've started. But yes. very quickly, over a period of time, I realised that one, yoga can be a little bit off-putting for people. It can. Um, and two, it didn't explain what we did anymore because we were just doing loads of stuff. Mm. And so last year on our five-year anniversary we rebranded and we are now create your community cleverly because it's still cyc yay we did think about cuddle your cat but not we are you know not inclusive then yeah. of people that do not want to cuddle a cat exactly <laughs> you know we might push some dog people away so we wanted to let we wanted to welcome everyone but yeah so you know and and then like and and i think the reason why it it was so profound was because in services we rely so heavily on funding and that funding can just be pulled away and what i know yes people, the people that had received like such benefit were then just kind of like falling through the gaps because there was no money to fund it so the whole premise of cyc is that we are self-funding through fundraisers through events through public donations from the wider community which i am forever grateful for and that mm -hmm. money basically then subsidizes people into classes whatever they mm -hmm. want to access and then the teachers because i was also i've I don't know if you found this and maybe you're the people who are yoga teachers listening to this or just holistic well-being practitioners so yeah. often people want you to do stuff for free yeah <laughs> and I'm like I've got rent to pay I need to be yeah. paid and it's so I conversation about what's an entrepreneur what's a business exactly again and isn't so, it we we do need to get paid i didn't want the teachers that were collaborating with cyc to be expected to just give donation spaces and lose money so the community pot pays their top up so yeah. basically so basically whatever the teacher is owed over the amount that the cyc member has donated they just invoice us and we give them the money back. So it mm. kind of, it, it oh. sort of supports teachers, but, and supports the accessibility of well-being. And I guess alongside all of that, you know, obviously I'm a yoga teacher, done my training in yoga therapy, um, obviously my, my trauma-informed um, training. And I started to explore sound and touch. And so I'm qualified sound and massage therapist and then just of late I've sort of put my talking therapy back my talking therapy hat back on and yeah. I'm working with some individuals uh with talking therapy and that actually it's been five years since I left working in services and yeah. um yeah just I think I needed a bit of a step away in all honesty like it in some ways, working in services was a trauma of its own in some respect. It's really full on. The expectations are huge and you just mm -hmm. burn out. Um, so I needed some time away, but I feel really excited to sort of be offering talking therapy on a one-to-one -one basis with people who want to 
who want to work with me um mm. so that's the sort of that's the development for this year really is to start using all of these modalities as kind of a holistic approach to people's well-being you can't work on the mind without working on the body and vice versa yes. and i've started doing therapeutic movement and you know it's just it's it's amazing somatic movement things like that so Yes, the CYC has taken up a lot of my time, of course, the last five years has really been dedicated to that. But now I feel really confident and ready to kind of really sort of, yeah, kind of step up for myself, actually, for myself. Um, I was mm -hmm. saying earlier, it's easy for me to shamelessly promote CYC because it's for others. It's yes, for the community, people. yeah different things sort of promoting yourself and I have struggled with that in all honesty mm. yes well well done for acknowledging the struggle um and you are finding a way around that struggle yeah so with your with your massage and the talking therapies are they done um in a home studio here or are they done elsewhere yeah yeah so i that's where i i see all my um therapy holistic clients at home so yeah, yeah. I, I i really like that kind of home relaxed I vibe i do and it's interesting because like obviously in 2020 you know everything went online and so people like oh, not expecting it at all but people were invited into my home all the time because i was doing all the 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 yoga stuff here um yeah. and on zoom and on facebook live and stuff like that and and what i realized actually like i think one of the most accessibility is where my passion lies and not only to the um the session itself but also to me you know to me as a person like the relationships that are built I, I often I often explain like the the sessions that I run merely the vehicle to mm -hmm. connection so yes you might be coming to a yoga or a movement class but what you end up finding there is community yeah and so when everyone's invited into my living room, which is so crazy, like, I mean, this is quite reasonable behind me, but I mean, the books and plants and it's like a jungle in here. Um, people liked it. People really liked it because I guess what it gave them was a sense of connection to me. Um, and at a time when we were all really isolated you know, the feedback that I was getting was that it was a lifeline, you know, to be invited into my space and to connect. And so, yeah, the, the massage and the talking therapy and all of that is in my living room. And it's a beautiful space. I love it. Um, and what I find as well is that because of the sort of familiarity that comes from being in my home is the level of communication and depth that I get with people who are coming for massage. Yes. It's amazing. And you know, this, this, this room has just experienced so much joy, so much kind of heartache, tears, laughter, like 
it's everything and so yeah. yeah I mean I do do um like walking and talking therapy oh yes I, I love really, that too yeah. I really love being out in nature with people just taking a wander down the beach or and I'm also mobile so I have I do pack up my bits and I you know take the massage stuff to people's homes um so yeah I'm pretty flexible I think when you have the the sort of the motivation of accessibility you have to be flexible because Mm -hmm. people need different things and if you're rigid in one way of working that literally just kind of like isolates a whole section of our society because they can't access it so for me it's like if you're interested in anything I do, just get in touch and we work it out. You know, we work it out together because the other thing that's really important to me with the work that I do is that it is a collaboration. It's not me saying I know best. It's about me supporting you, as I said earlier, to support yourself because you have to become your own therapist. You know, anybody that is in therapy for like, you know, long, long, long periods of time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm being controversial here, but I just don't advocate that kind of therapy. I just don't. I've got to say what I have found, and you touched on it earlier, is for me, any healing journey will have more than one practitioner. It will certainly have more than one therapy. And I ideally like to see a combination of mind, body and soul. Absolutely. Yeah. It's Absolutely. everything because we have we keep trauma in our physical body. It's the repeated thoughts the words within our minds the images the flashbacks and then it's that soul connection um and depending on your belief systems past lives um it's everything right ancestral trauma to to do and that in don't get me wrong like if you're going you know to therapy and it's like you know you're unpicking and you're uncovering and it's an exploration and that's it's I'm I'm always in some form of exploration with somebody somewhere and like I say I've been I've been doing this now for you know near on 17 years right yeah that's not what that's not kind of what I mean I don't want to put anybody off or offend anybody in that in in me saying I don't advocate for being in therapy for years I think what I what I don't advocate is where the therapist is not encouraging the empowerment of the person who is sitting opposite them or standing or moving opposite them yeah Mm -hmm. it has to feel like some movement you know and to have have that ability to to manage your emotional well-being with more efficacy right it's like and if you're continually going back with the same problem same problem same problem that's what I'm kind of talking about sort of old school counseling do you know what I mean where you just sort of sit for for ages um and so I feel like you like I mean Mm. in my life like I call them my entourage (laughs) love it 
they're my entourage. I've got this person for this, got this person for this, got some acupuncture going on, functional movement yes. going on, a bit of cranial therapy going on. You know, I've got some, you know, talking therapy. I've got some of the da 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 da, da. And it, they ebbs and flows. What I need changes, you know, but I'm always, yeah. I think from the moment like I stepped, or should I say dragged, I was dragged onto this path, really. You know, I was pulled up, pulled up literally under my armpits by my friend, you know, off the floor. Come on. Yeah. And mm. and for me, like since that time, every day I wake up with that commitment to, you know, self-exploration, whatever that might look like. And I'm not suggesting that I I am I'm, I, you know, I still experience poor mental health, of course. You know, getting clean, it's not just rose-tinted glasses. You've then mm -hmm. got to deal with the life that you were using to escape from. Yes. And that, and that can be challenging. And as oversensitive souls, you know, being able to manage these big feelings and often responding with a trauma response you know, there's a there's a lot to sort of manage, you know. And for me, like, I don't do it on my own. Thank God. Thank goodness. Yeah. On my own, I do it with some incredible support. Um, so yeah, and if I can be just one kind of flagstone in somebody's kind of recovery from whatever it is, it doesn't need to be addiction, um, but just just yeah a flagstone to their journey to kind of thrive like that's just such an honor isn't it like I'm just so humbled by the courage that it takes people to step into certain spaces you know and I guess that's mm -hmm. again coming back to CYC why CYC is intrinsically linked with the other work that I do because you know it's about creating safe non-judgmental spaces and that you can turn up late if you want to you can laugh you can cry you can do all of those things yes. in my sessions you know because I need I love that. in your sessions you always say something like and if you just want to lie on your yoga mat just yes. do that you know so it's like okay I can do every single move but if I don't want to I can literally just lie down and just yeah. hear the music hear your voice watch yeah, just, be. just be yeah be around people sometimes we really need to be around people and I had it recently with somebody you know who was going through such a turbulent time such a difficult difficult time but they kept turning up mm -hmm. and they would come they would do what they did and then they kind of leave quite quickly and I just linked in with them just to say I'm here checking in and they were kind of like I know but I know if you ask me if I'm okay I'm just gonna fall apart mm -hmm. oh and I I said at that point you know thank god you're just turning up then just being here sometimes it's just yeah. about being around people and not feeling so alone and that for me is 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 I always say, whatever the headspace, there's space here for you. You know, like yes. just, I'm so passionate about creating 
inclusive, safe spaces for people. Yeah. That feel like home, you know, like, mm. yeah. Uh, it, it 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 is it is just my my and whether it be with CYC, whether it be my one to one stuff that I do massage like whatever it is that is that underpins everything for me mm, absolutely and that's what I mean both are intrinsically linked because they both come from me right yes they both come from me and. Would you say, is that, I, I always ask this question, what's your best bit of business advice? So is that, is that the advice you'd give other, to be honest, listening is wellness, holistic, creative businesses. So it is the holistic uh approach and, and style ha huh. there's a few things that pop up in my mind you know what's my best bit of business advice it's like know who you are mm. and know what it is that you are offering I remember in the early days of CYC, I went for some lunch with a guy. Um, he was like a, a developer of, of, of buildings, <laughs> if that's what you yeah. call uh, and, um And he'd had some sort of spiritual awakening and he decided to do social housing rather than these big, big money um, yeah. projects. And we ended up having lunch. And he said to me, he said, what you've got is really important. He said, and people are going to want a bit of you. He said, and you're going to want to say yes to everything. Don't. Don't. Remember what your core values are. Remember who you are. Remember what you're aligned with. Because there's always going to be people that want you to do something or to get involved in something. And I'm very excitable. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, let's do that. And then I come away and think, actually, is that aligned with what I'm doing? No, yes. it's not. So it's like, I read something really funny about like, you know, uh, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And then somebody scrubbed that out and gone, do what you do, what you love. And you'll constantly be anxious, worrying about where your money's coming from and like, <laughs> what people think about you. <laughs> and I was like, that's so freaking true. It's so yes. true. You know, it, it's so more realistic than the first quote. It is. And we're self-employed. I'm self-employed, so we work hard. It matters. What I do matters. So And you've I got to do the whole spectrum. Yeah. You're, you're, you're the teacher, the manager, the cleaner, the IT consultant. Yeah. You're everything <laughs> if you're right. a solo business owner. Yeah. i tell you what I've learned. So first bit of like be know who you are and what it is you're doing don't say mm -hmm. yes when you mean no the other thing is if you have the opportunity to delegate yes it's a joy it is a joy i hate admin i am the front person i am the person who likes to communicate yeah 
I hate doing websites. I hate doing admin. I hate doing social media, things like that, right? There are friends of mine who actually bizarrely love doing that stuff. I'm one of them. There you are. (laughs) So we can fill in each other's gaps. Yes. Honestly, the the sort of the, the... the, the self-employed narrative is all things to all people. And we just mm-hmm. buy into this kind of self-interest, consumerism, capitalism sort of push. It takes a village. Lean into your friends. Lean into the people who fill in your gaps. You know, what am I good at? I'm going to do that. What am I not so good at? Hey, Mm -hmm. you want to like do co-working spaces are brilliant, you know, and you can like go, uh, I do some stuff at Tosh. They do amazing like free co-working spaces on a Thursday where you can be with people and throw ideas around. And I love that, you know, I really love that. So, yeah, don't say yes when you mean no. Know yourself and what you're offering. Delegate stuff um as if you can and save your energy whenever you get the opportunity (laughs) yeah really put if if we're asking our clients to have massages be mindful take time out for yourself take that bath yeah we have to walk the walk the talk too don't we yeah well, this June, I'm going to be um, bringing out, um, again, the exploration in trauma-sensitive practice for well-being practitioners. And essentially, we did it We did it a couple of years ago, and it was beautiful. And essentially, it's like a, a, a retreat learning day um, mm-hmm. to give the people that give all the time opportunity to receive and actually yeah. looking at how important it is for us as practitioners to self-regulate to yeah. know our responsibility and what's not our responsibility and I by no means have that sewn up like I'm dreadful for it I you know I really have to remind myself or be reminded to to, to take care of myself so we're all in it together you know, and the more we can collaborate, which is another keystone to the stuff that I do, collaboration, mm-hmm. the more we can stop replicating work and 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 come together, you know. We we we're all replicating loads of work and, and actually that's the, the premise of CYC as well. Nobody needs to do more work. Nobody yeah. needs to do more work. Less is more. It is, Jane. So if we were to work together, um, let's look at CYC. How, where do I find, like, what's going on with CYC? How do I, as a participant, get involved? And also if I'm listening and I'm thinking, I want to get involved in this because I'm a, a, a teacher, a facilitator, a how how does it work so on our website which is just um createyourcommunity.org.uk um you will find everything there like so i think it's like uh, as you scroll down you'll see we've got a participate collaborate and a donate button 
And Amazing. so for a participant, we have like criteria, but in all honesty, the criteria is so vast and it also is relatable to historic challenges that you've had yes you can just sign up as soon as you click the waiver form with the sign up form you go into you go onto our mailing list and then every month i send through the monthly schedule with all the stuff that is available to you as a cyc member um as a collaborator, if you have space that we can use for events, amazing. If you are somebody that wants to offer donation spaces on your already set up classes, you just click the collaborate button and it comes straight through to my email and then I'll get in touch. All that we ask really from collaborators before getting in touch with us is to be able to commit for the month. So whatever it is you're offering, we have a lot of monthly yes. sessions, which is great. But people who are offering, say, a weekly class, we need your commitment for a month. It is really not OK to pull out mid-month <laughs> because, of course, the people that we are serving, the people that we yes. are serving, they need consistency. You know, one yeah. of the... The biggest things about sort of trauma is 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 a lack of consistency and consideration and care. And so mm. we have to commit to this is what we're doing for the month. And yeah. then the following month, you know, I send out a little reminder to the teachers and that. Do you still want to be on our schedule? Yes or no? If not, I'll remove you. If you want to add more flavor, more offerings, go for it. I'll add it in. So, yeah, if you it's all on the website and you can Fantastic. delve a little bit more into my story uh, and the motivation behind the project. Yeah. And also, don't forget, donate. <laughs> donate, donate. Yeah. yeah well, if you want to support, if you support our vision, we are, well, 100% actually publicly funded. We receive no, out, no outside funding. So people that donate to us, it is you are, you are us, you are the project. Um, mm. You afford people the opportunity to access stuff that would ordinarily be unavailable to them. And we are forever grateful for that. So, yeah, if you feel you want to donate, please feel free. <laughs> mm. Beautiful. Thank you, Jane. Okay. Um, and before we go have you got an offer or any other top tips for the audience oh i don't know you know i don't know do you want to talk about um like how to get in touch with with you about one-to-one -one, your one-to-one -one sessions yeah yeah i mean so I'm in the process of, um, I've got my website up, up, it's not running though. So that will be coming out um, in spring. So keep an eye out for that. Um, it's called Your Healing Space. So um, mm. that's what I will be um, working under the heading of is Your Healing Beautiful. Space. Yeah. And um, whatever that looks like. And so that will have loads more kind of, you know, ways to contact me and book on stuff. And you have to bear with me a little bit. Like I say, I'm, um, yeah, I'd actually, I just want to backtrack very slightly about advice. Maybe this is the advice now, but 
don't wait till everything's ready to go. No, never. Yes. It's messy. You know, CYC, I just drew the logo on a napkin and went for it. I had no T's and C's. I had no policies and procedures. It was yeah. a skeleton and I built the flesh around it with the support of the people that it was supporting. It's the same mm. as my own offerings, you know. It's like I've been putting it out there for a while. I've got no blinking website. Booking. Do you I mean, know what? This is what stops and freezes people. I know. I love building websites and lead pages and automated emails That's and all that so kind good. of stuff. However, you don't need it to make money. No, and I honestly, honestly, all of the work that I currently have is through word of mouth. That's the best. It is through word of mouth. Yeah. When you're doing things like this, it's beautiful to have a little link and go click on the website like I yeah. have for CYC. And it just, you know, every, it, it, it is about, I'm often very critical of like my ability to organize myself. And a friend of mine was like, you are organized. That is an old story you tell yourself. Look at what you've done with CYC. And the reality is, is as I said earlier, because it's not for me, it's like I can push it. All mm. I've got to do is turn the energy that I've put into the project into my business. And I can do the website. I can do all of it because I've done it before. So it's so interesting, these old ideas we have about ourselves that, again, stop us from moving forward so don't worry about crossing your t's and dotting your i's all of that will come and i also think that when you're doing this kind of work if you've got it all sewn up already you haven't asked the people who you're going to be supporting what it is they want yeah so so much of what we do is research what do you want? What What is it that you need from me? What is it that you want to do with your life? What is it? What is it? You know, how are you? Like all of these things. It's like if you've already got all of your stuff put together, you've, you've allowed no room for flexibility or to mm. ask anyone what they think. When we put the CYC website out, I did it on the proviso of like we want feedback this is a yeah. skeleton of the website. What do you want to see? And mm. we feedback and the website that, you know, you and you, your listeners will, will have a look at, hopefully, is the, the end product of a collaboration of all people. It's not, it's not just beautiful. Not just and me. my top tip is keep it simple. It yeah. needs to be functional. It needs to do what you want it to do and what the client the client doesn't want some crazy complicated system to get through to get to you at the end they want Absolutely. something really simple yeah because i do i i want something simple if i get emails with loads and loads of stuff i honestly don't read it I yeah just ditto because it's too overwhelming for me yeah so, People can, I mean, I've got my socials. My socials are under Raw Yogi, actually. That was my old, my my old sort of name. And as I say, I'm I'm sort of, you know, sort of zhuzhing it up come spring. Mm -hmm. Um, but you can find me on raw.yogi on Instagram. Um, and obviously CYC is the same on Instagram and on Facebook. So feel free to 
free, feel free to do that. And if you want to email me, it's raw.yogi at outlook.com. For now, watch this space. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk about CYC, create your community and your healing space. Um, all the links are going to be above, below, whether you're watching or listening to this. Uh, we've shifted down a gear and today we're tuning into a mindful meditation with myself, Jane Scanlon, about dealing with addiction. So this meditation may bring up many old stories um, for you. So let's just bring some kind awareness to why you're tuning into this topic and how your belly, chest and head feel when you reflect on this subject. Do any positive or negative um, stories pop up in your head? Um, and do you have any visceral feelings associated with this topic? So addiction comes in many forms and although it is different for everyone, it's also difficult for everyone. Let's begin by taking five deep breaths together, breathing in expanding your belly as wide as you can and exhaling any tension in your body. Breathe in relaxation and exhale judgment. Breathing in relaxation Exhaling judgment. And again, breathing in and exhaling. Let's take another deep breath together and listen closely to this very important message as you exhale and just continue to breathe normally. Even though hypnosis and meditation are powerful tools in overcoming challenges and facilitating change, it is up to you to help yourself and ask others for help during this powerful process. It will be up to you to set a schedule and to keep to your rehabilitation, marking your milestones and maintaining your sobriety. So let us begin. I invite you to find a very comfortable position, making sure you will not be disturbed. 
I invite you to scan your senses. Are you physically comfortable? Even if your mind is busy, you're inviting relaxation into it. It's important to know the root cause of your addiction, but sometimes you may be unaware. So as you breathe and relax, your conscious mind will let go even further and the subconscious mind will be allowed to fully receive these positive affirmations. Breathing in and breathing out. I will overcome addiction safely. Breathing in and breathing out. I will work slowly towards this wonderful change. Breathing in and breathing out. I take my time and have compassion during the hard times. Breathing in and breathing out. It's easy for me to always keep the goal of recovery from addiction in my thoughts throughout the day. Breathing in and breathing out. I know that I have the power and the love within my heart to break free from this cycle and become who I truly am. Breathing in and breathing out. Subconscious, please help me fully understand the root cause of my addiction. Breathing in and breathing out. I know that I gain great relief by letting go of addiction. I understand that withdrawal symptoms can be dangerous and therefore I allow others to care for me in order to let my body and mind recover. Breathing in and breathing out. So now that you have relaxed so well, take a moment to listen to any messages that may need 
to come through to help guide you towards your goal. In times of intense temptations, it is our solid relationships that can carry us through the storm. It's your responsibility now to ask these individuals to help you when you need it. And it's vital that you do so. Community and connection are key to freedom. Reach out. Do this from now on and do not hesitate to ask for their connection. These people are delighted that you have asked them and honoured that you trust them. Imagine this person now helping you along the way. Revel in the kindness and the love and consideration they show you. Hold on to that feeling of community and connection. You deserve freedom. And now you must believe in yourself. If you are truly willing to let go of these destructive addictions, wrap your arms around yourself and give yourself a deep, long hug. Take three deep breaths. Thinking of the gain and what you will receive by letting go completely of this addiction. Because you are gaining great power which will stabilise your life and ground you into a beautiful future. The future you can make of what you will. So another deep breath together, grounding in to 
love, connection, community. Um, I'll finish with a quote as you continue to hug and hold yourself. Emptiness is a symptom. You are not living life creatively. And that's by 